Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to this special edition of Diva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to this very special episode, which I have entitled Eyes for Your Man. I have a special guest, everybody. I want to introduce my firstborn, Miss Jasmine, also known as Jazzy, also known as Jade, to the show. Say hello to everyone. Hey, everyone. So how do you feel about my title, Eyes for Your Man? Um, I mean, it gets the point across. However, in this day and generation, we're just going to tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. That hoe is hunting your husband. That okay. hoe wants your husband. Okay? That's exactly what it is. The eyes that we're talking about are not yours. We're talking about all the other eyes that are on your man. Okay. So before we actually get into what I like to call the meat and potatoes of the podcast... Help our audience to understand how we arrived at this particular topic. You want to walk them through what has just happened, what we just witnessed, and bring them up to speed. Okay, so me and the diva, we're watching an Amazon Prime movie, um, Switch, and in the movie, these two women who went to college together um it all builds upon um the initial event of one of the ladies essentially getting a train ran on her as a favor for a friend and this friend um her man was gonna be promised you know to the NFL Mm -hmm. um so essentially you know she does this as a favor to her friend Um, There are drugs, you know, liquor, that kind of stuff is involved. Um, But, you know, karma came back around for the friend who asked for this favor. And, you know, the guy got hurt, you know, the first, um, I think it was like the first season of Mm -hmm. Implant. So, you know, that didn't go very far. But fast forward, you know, to the friend that was involved in the threesome is now married, has a kid, a hardworking husband. And this college friend comes back into her life. There it is. With all the scheming and, like I said, the hoeing. Because it picks up rather quickly, you guys. I'm telling you. You can't blink in this movie. Um, So, the friend has eyes for her husband. For the friend's husband. So, what we're really seeing here is, you know, while, you know, you as the woman in your household with your man, you know, you may be wanting something or maybe, you know, you know, you just want to feel a little extra. There are women out here that are waiting for the opportunity to trick you into thinking that you want more and that your man ain't got it. So that's what actually happened in the movie, right? Mm -hmm. So we have this woman who has done fairly well for herself in terms of the American dream. Mm -hmm. She is in a stable relationship. She's supposedly happy in her marriage to a certain extent. They have a newborn. She doesn't have to work. The husband is a hard worker. He provides for the family. He's an entrepreneur. She reconnects with an old college friend who has not progressed in terms of her growth in relationships. 
So like you said, she's bringing her old whole tricks and her bag of tricks back into this woman's life and now their whole antics are picking up where they left off in college. Right. Meanwhile, encouraging the wife to believe that she's not happy. So as the movie progresses, you can see that the wife is seduced into the menage, menage a mm -hmm. And the movie really, really is an eye opener for things that happen today. So many different components and so many different issues that go on in the movie at once. But what stuck out to me and what I wanted to talk to you because we're two different generations mm -hmm. is as I was watching the movie, I noticed and I, I pointed out to you as a young woman that you have to be careful of the type of people, first and foremost, people that you invite into your home and into your life. But you definitely have to be protective and you have to be very cautious of the women that you allow in your home and around your man. Because in this movie, what we witnessed together was a woman who basically just wanted to, excuse my French, fuck her homegirl's husband. Right. That was her ultimate goal, no matter what setting um, they were in, no matter what conversation was taking place, it was always with the intent to have sex with her husband. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's, uh, I agree. Um, a lot of, you know, in this day and age, you know, everyone will giggle in your face and they're plotting behind your back. So, like again, the diva said. Uh, we're seeing that the friend, you know, is being invited into the wife's home and the friend is making passes at the husband, filling on his, on his crotch, you know, uh, leaving little secret notes telling, you know, the husband to meet the friend in a hotel room. I mean, it's just... It's getting all crazy. Um, but I even thought, you know, that was very interesting as well because the friend was always inquiring about the husband. And, you know, I think it would be an alarm to most women if my friend is always asking about my man, you know? Well, see, and that's, that's something else I want to talk about too. I think in this day and age where sisterhood is celebrated, and black girl magic is really, it's real. And you know, there's this um, culture and the, the atmosphere is really one of, it facilitates sisterhoods and building friendships and relationships with other women. I think that some women get so caught up in that that they lose sight of the fact that there's a lot of snakes in the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. And you can't be so caught up into having a relationship with a woman or your girlfriend, I mean, I mean in the platonic sense, of course, mm -hmm. that you're sharing information with a sister girl or your home girl or your girlfriend that should not be shared about your man. Hmm. So what kind of stuff, from your perspective, what kind of stuff would I like not share? Like what, like some examples, like what? What should Any, I steer away okay, from? Okay, so let's, let's just make it very personal. Mm -hmm. I would never discuss anything about me and Jorge and our bedroom antics with any woman on mm -hmm. the planet. It's no one's business how he pleases me, how I please him, what we do to please each other, what he likes, what I like. Because when you get to 
discussing what I call inappropriate things like that with a friend girl, depending on how scandalous she may or may not be, you're opening up a door or you may be planting a seed of curiosity. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I was just like, yeah, you make people curious, you know, whether they might have had their own thoughts or not. But now that I'm speaking to you about it, lets you know that I feel comfortable talking to you about it. And then that lets, you know, your friend know, well, if you're going to talk to me about it, you know, something I, you're giving me insider knowledge, you know? Right. And if I, if, if I can talk to you about it, then I'm gonna switch sides for a, for a bit. If I can talk to you about it, then you being on the receiving end and listening, can you fantasize about it as I am talking to you about it? Because isn't that the human thing to do? To when people visualize. tell us a story, our minds- Try to visualize. Try to visualize what we are hearing. We're processing that information. So what in the hell what I want to discuss, what my man is doing to me so that my homegirl can visualize him. Right. You, you understand what okay. I'm saying? I so, think when you cross those lines, you're inviting trouble. Go ahead. So, okay, so one of the things we should probably, you know, stay away from, discussing intimacy. Definitely. Discussing intimacy. I don't think intimacy should ever enter into a conversation with you and your girlfriends. There should be no woman this is my perspective. This mm -hmm. is diva speaking. Mm -hmm. There's no woman alive that I'm close enough to that, that would ever, ever be that close to me mm -hmm. that I'm discussing my man with her. Ever. And and I'm t I'm passing that down to you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something sacred. It, it is something that you should protect and preserve. Mm -hmm. That should be strictly your business. So... In addition to the intimacy being off limits, like what else should we not talk about in regards to like the husband? Because I feel like sometimes, or, or like, or not husband, it or, or like, yeah, like boyfriend, husband, living guy, living guy friend, long term, you know, significant, significant other. other. Okay. Um, I kind of feel like, even to some extent, I don't honestly want to talk about. I want to say it in the right way. I honestly don't want to talk about, like, not so much the issues, because everybody has issues, but, like, what am I trying to say? Like, I, it's, you know, you talk to your homegirls about things that are going on, but That's I feel like when it's too personal, like, you know, finances. Like, I don't really like talking money. Like, I, you know, I tell people I got money, but like, I'm not about to talk about like how much I done spent or, or if we're stressing over finances, like our household is going down or we can't pay this, we can't do that. Like, at what point do you stop the conversation? I think... Or do you, do you not even start the conversation, if that makes sense? Me personally, just because of my age and my experience and my the elders in my family and what I've witnessed and I'm about to tell you a story as well I think you should stop at the point where if the information was repeated mm -hmm. to your enemies that you would feel some type of way about it mm -hmm. so okay. if whatever you're telling your girlfriends if that girlfriend at any point in time becomes a foe or not a friend anymore mm -hmm. would you be okay with the information that you share with that person who was at that time a friend be repeating the information about your relationship and the issues that were going on in your relationship to the streets 
that's the point in which you need to cut things off. I think vague, vague conversations that can speak to the heart of what's going on is okay. Like, you know what? Babe is really stressing me out. You know, he just comes home, he just throws his shoes down, he's not paying me much attention lately. I'm just really, really just irritated with him. Mm -hmm. I think that's an okay conversation. But to get into specific details and where you're rehearsing arguments and you're mm -hmm. rehearsing conversations verbatim and you're letting people know the frequency and you know what I'm saying? I think that's inappropriate. I think that can lead to some serious cracks in your foundation and you also are opening up a window of opportunity for a cleanup room. Very, very, very true. Betty Wright sung it right. True story, true story. Mm -hmm. There was a woman, and I'm not gonna say who the woman is or what she is to me. There was a woman who participated in a friendly breakfast breakfast and coffee conversation um, every morning at one of the girlfriend's house. It was maybe a group of maybe four to six women that would get together every morning. And they would meet at one of the ladies' houses and they would discuss their relationships, their family life, what was going on, and they would encourage one another. They were a true, for all intents and purposes, sisterhood. They were. And one of the ladies in the group had a sister who she would, with no ill intent, she would share the conversations with her own sister. Mm -hmm. No ill intent, no malice, you know, nothing foul. But the sister who was on the receiving end of the private conversations within this group had eyes for one of the ladies' husband in the group. Oh, wow. So the more information she was receiving on this one particular woman's husband, the more ammunition she was gaining. She was hunting. She was very well hunting. And, and the crazy part about it is the wife whose husband she was targeting and her, the pastor sisters. So the husband she was targeting, she already knew she was already his type. She fit the bill. And small town, so the chances of her coming across this man was like in a day, probably eight out of 10 times she would, that, that was the percentage that she would probably run into him. So she started having private conversations with him and stroking his ego because she knew what was wrong in his home. Mm. Long story short, he ended up divorcing his wife after they'd been together for decades and raised a family uh, together. This was a very well-known, well-respected, financially stable family. And she married that man. Wow. She married that man and he went on to live exceedingly and abundantly well above what he did with the first wife. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So the moral to that story with me knowing that this is nothing that happened in recent times. This has been a while ago to be on guard. You never know. The people that you share the information with 
could be the, they're supposed to be the gatekeepers of your information, but you never know who they're passing that information along to. Mm, right. And you know what I'm saying? The people that they're talking to, how they're using that information. Right. So it goes back to, what was the name of, what were you going to entitle the podcast? That whole hunting your husband. And what was she did? What was she doing? She was hunting. And she successfully captured her prey. Wow. So, I think for all intents and purposes, you know, this is very, very true. And what we've honestly been seeing, you know, people aren't, you know, because automatically becoming husbands and wives, but we see it, you know, all, all over blogs friends just all of a sudden you dating your your friend's ex like whoa whoa boundaries are being crossed right boundaries are being crossed and it's just you know you gotta you gotta be you gotta be very particular like you said you gotta be very particular about who you bring around you and what you're letting them into i appreciate people who have private personal lives you know it's different to you know have a public social life you know if I'm going places I'm doing events you know I'm out and about but all you need to know in regards to my relationship is that we are together that's it it's the only thing you really need to you may if you see us out arguing that's what couples do so mind your business that's it that's all that's it that's it and beware of the couple that never argues that's never yeah that that, that's never helpful that's a that's a show for y'all (laughs) because couples have arguments couples do have arguments wow so did i answer your question as 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 you were inquiring about what would be appropriate to share and not share with your girlfriends Mm -hmm. you see sweetheart side chick culture starts somewhere right and while you can never actually control another person's actions Mm -hmm. no one other than your own, you can definitely minimize the risk by making intentional moves, choosing what you can share mm-hmm. and what you will not share with other people. You have to protect your privacy. And if you want to have a healthy relationship and keep it hot and sexy for your man, mm-hmm. you gotta keep it private. As far as your personal business. Personal. Yeah, your personal I wanna say, because we live in the age of social media, hardly anything is private anymore. Whew. So, do you, or do you know of anyone, like in your age generation, that something like the experience I've shared with you, oh. that, that has happened to? Yes actually very much and lord how the tables turn i want to let y'all know right now i got the testimony well spill the tea diva in so, training diva in training you know i'm getting there y'all okay so um essentially you know i had a friend and uh well i, I have a, a lot of friends so that's yes you're very very, very, very popular uh, it's very vague but essentially you know there were two people involved the real greeks of charlotte thank you very much shout out um yeah, so two people in this group initially started getting involved, and they were going to keep it on the low. But of course, you know, young people, how we are, we just can't keep, you know, tight lip on everything. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So two people within the group that you established, you founded. Yeah. Okay. So, or is this another group? I mean, I got lots of groups. But okay. I'm obviously most known for the Burgers to Charlotte. So, anyways, two people inside the group were, you know, trying to keep it on the low. But, of course, you know, 
things just didn't go as planned or, you know, they just didn't flow accordingly. So one of the girls in the group, you know, tells the other girls in the group, you know, because, you know, all the girls link up, girl power. And essentially the one, the girl that she told in the group ends up messing with the guy. So I'm going to say, um, I want to say A and B, the girl and the guy that initially started messing together, you know, don't work out. Uh, girl A tells girl C and then girl C and, and guy B hook up. So you can see how that automatically is just like, wow, you know, I told you what was going on between, you know, A and B and now C and B are doing it. <laughs> and C, when A found out, C tried to minimize the situation that she had been privy to. You know, her excuse was, you know, I didn't know, or uh, uh, Guy B didn't didn't say, you know, it was that deep. When girl A and girl C had talked about Guy B in depth prior to any of that kicking off. So of course, you know, girl A was a little hurt. Fast forward, you know, Guy B isn't messing with both of them. People have moved on with their lives, supposedly. But Guy B moves a, moves a girl from out of state in, you know, he's living his best life now. And now girl D, I'm gonna say girl D, that's the permanent girlfriend of, girl, of Guy B. Girl D, like I said, living girlfriend, now has an issue with girl C. And, and now remember, girl C could kind of be, you know, labeled as a traitor just because she had insider knowledge of girl a and guy b and then what she did with guy b after girl a and there might have been some overlap between permanent girlfriend d so anyways uh oh. permanent girlfriend d now has an issue with girl c so i'm just saying you know girl a she's you know, she was hurt in the beginning, but she steered clear, she you know, went about her life, and now she just gets to watch it unfold. Because it's popping off, you guys. I'm telling you, that tea is piping hot. So, I, this is what I have a problem with. And I struggle sometimes with sisterhood. Some of them. Is that when you share information, you never know how it's going to be received or retained. And you never know, just like the situation with girl C, you never know when they may choose to, choose to use the information that you've shared to as a weapon, themselves. as a weapon. You know, so I personally don't encourage sharing, you know, explicit information, um, sexual information, financial information, um, challenges, issues, or anything of that nature with any anyone outside of your relationship other than the Lord that you serve. Because in this day and time, people are not what they used to be. People are not as authentic as they used to be. Um, people don't value loyalty and commitment like they used to. And it just will definitely minimize a world of problems if we would just protect the privacy of our relationships. You know, understanding that as 
Jasmine would say, that hoe wants your husband or your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you know, or, or that for that matter. So Jazz, so are there any other questions or issues that, I don't know, that you feel like we should discuss during this particular episode or should we make a part two or? I definitely think we should make a part two because something else I wanna, I wanna get into is how do you work around, and it's gonna be on part two, y'all. How do you work around having a similar type as your friend? Well, I'm going to answer that in short, and we can really dig into it later. My mama used to tell me, my mama was old school. And if you know anything about me, you know that my humble beginnings are from the Delta, the deep, 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 deep South. And my mama used to always say, you never hang around a woman who has the same taste in men as you do. That is a recipe for trouble. Now, that's what my mama said. So, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Diva Speaks. And we would like for you to look us up on Facebook. Our Facebook page is two words, Diva Speaks. And join our, um, our private group. Let's talk about some things. Well, it's actually not private. I made it public. So feel free to search us out. Let's talk about some things. And remember, if I have stepped on your toes, then feel free to speak up so we can talk about it because Diva Speaks is definitely not shy. So Jasmine, remind them what this episode was about. I just want to let y'all know that hoe wants your husband. That hoe hunt. <laughs> that hoe is hunting. I like that. So guys, until the next time, this is Diva Speaks.